All right, you guys, are you ready for the second episode in the dating series? I am so excited to keep this thing going. And there's so many, so many things and so many stories I want to talk about that it's really hard to figure out what should come first and and what should come next. So I think for this one, it's probably going to be, well, I'm not going to say it's going to be short and sweet because honestly, I have no idea how long it'll be. But I think this is the appropriate time to talk about the rules that I came up with surrounding online dating. And these are unresearched, absolutely no science behind it. These are just some of my rules that I figured out through some trial and error, through some research on my own, and through things that I maybe (laughs) learned the hard way and also things that just work for me or don't work for me. And so take what you want from this, leave the rest. That's, you guys know, I've said that many times in this podcast because literally these are just my thoughts and, and my feelings on different subjects. Some of the, the rules that I have sort of figured out along the way, the first one is there are many different online dating apps and they all have slightly different feels to them. And it's probably kind of important to do a little research if you have not gotten into any online dating yet to really figure out what is what. And so I think my the next episode, I'm going to talk through the different ones that I've tried and pros and cons of each. So how about, let's just say that now. The next episode will be the different dating apps and the pros and cons that have worked and not worked for me and sort of what their whole shtick is for each one of them because they are a little bit different. So I would say that you probably want to do a little research and figure out which ones you want to be on. The second rule, or probably 1.A, I guess, of rule number one, regarding the online apps. I started off and I thought, okay, I need to buy the premium package for the dating apps because what that does is it allows you to see who likes you. And when I first started, I was like, well, yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely need to see who likes me first before I swipe yes on their profile. And so I definitely need to see who likes me. Well, after spending some money and it not going really well, my daughter was like, mom, don't ever pay. (laughs) Don't pay for the dating app. Don't do that. Just it's fine. So the latest round that I started, I set up a profile, did the free, the free basic one. And I just started swiping yes on the profiles that I liked. And yeah, a lot of them I never saw or heard back from because they didn't swipe on me. There were tons of people that were swiping yes and liking my pro- my profile that I couldn't see. But what I realized is that in doing it this way, it sort of puts the the control in in my boat because I just would swipe on the profiles of people that I thought were interesting or that I thought I might like and it didn't make me feel bad about seeing the types of people that were swiping on my profile. And when I say that, 
this will probably be a, a later episode, but when I first started, the first time I joined an online dating app, it made me feel really, really bad about myself because the kinds of people that were liking my, my profile, it really made me question a lot of things about my life. And that's just not a good way to go into this, you guys. Not not a healthy, positive, confident way to approach the online dating world. So I actually do recommend not paying for the online apps because not only does it save you money, but it allows you to focus on what you like and what you want and not be reactive to the people who are swiping yes onto your profile. So it takes some pressure off and it helps you not start to feel bad about yourself. And I don't know, maybe that was just me. That might've just been me. I I don't know if anyone else felt that way, but so I would recommend if you're just starting out, don't pay for it. Just dip your toes in and get your feet wet and do it with the free versions. And, um, I've actually met a, a couple really great people, on the free versions because I've swiped yes on their profile and then they swiped yes on mine. And then once that happens, once you both swipe yes, you can see their profile. You see each other. You can start chatting and and then it's great. So there really is no reason to pay. So that's rule number one. Rule number two, and I definitely, <laughs> I definitely learned this the hard and humiliating way, is pretty sure if anyone whether it's in their profile or within like the first couple chats that you have with someone, if they mention Bitcoin, just run away, just, just run away because chances are it's going to be a catfish situation and they're not going to be who they say they are. And Bitcoin is just ridiculous. And, and when I say ridiculous, I know nothing about Bitcoin. So I don't mean in the sense of like the real financial, whatever of Bitcoin. I have no idea. But what's ridiculous is when people talk about Bitcoin on on dating apps, that's ridiculous because nobody needs to be talking about Bitcoin or how much they made in some Bitcoin transaction. Nobody needs to talk about that. And chances are, if they're talking about that, they are not who they say they are. So just run away. Okay. That's rule number two. And I definitely learned that the hard way and the embarrassing way and I don't know. We'll see if I make that an episode. That might that one might be a little too humiliating. You can just just take some guesses as to what what that was like. Good news is I never actually met this person, but it was not good. So that's rule number two. Rule number three is for me. Rule number three is, and this this truly was after going through this a few times. And what I finally learned is that you need to go into this as an opportunity to meet so many different kinds of people and not going into it thinking, I desperately want to meet my next spouse or my next partner or the next love of my life. Because if you put, if you go into it that way, and if you go into it thinking, I need to meet the love of my life, then A, you're going to put way too much pressure on yourself. And it's just not going to go well. No one can show up as their best self when they are super stressed out and anxiety ridden. And if you are doing online dating, especially if you're just starting out with this vision of, oh, this 
person I'm going to swipe yes on and they're going to swipe yes on me and we're going to chat and then we're going to meet and then we're going to fall in love and then we're going to get married. That is way too much pressure. No, don't do it. Do not do it. Go into it with the expectation that this is going to be the most fun and exciting way to just meet different people and to have different stories in your life and to just have fun with it. And that takes so much anxiety out of it and so much expectation out of it and so much pressure out of it. And, you know, I have gone on a few dates. I've gone on several first dates and not very many second dates. And they're all really great stories. They were all very interesting people to meet. And it just, it wasn't a love connection, but that's okay. Like it totally is okay because it did not need to be. And so if you can at all tell yourself that this is just fun thing to do, especially if you are an extrovert and you just want to meet different people. Now, my brother and I actually had this conversation a couple weeks ago and he is the opposite personality of me. So when I told him this was my new theory and my new plan with online dating, he was like, Cal, I'm so happy for you, but that is like my living hell because he is an introvert and he does not like to just go out and meet random people just for kicks and gigs. It's just not his thing. So if that is you, then this strategy probably is not going to work for you and not going to be good for you. And that's okay. Again, take what you want and leave the rest. But if you are someone who does enjoy just meeting people, then go into online dating with that expectation and not the expectation that this this next swipe yes is going to be a love connection because you never know, right? And and I've met some really great people that I don't know, we might actually just be friends and we might build our I might be building my friend circle and that's kind of great too. So that's rule number 3. Rule number four, and this, I don't know, this should probably have been rule number one. If and when you plan to meet someone on a first date, there's a couple rules around this. Absolutely do everything for your safety. So never, ever give them your address. Never let them pick you up. Always meet them somewhere. Plan to meet somewhere in public. Always, always tell someone, a friend, a family member, your kids, somebody, how you can call me and tell me what you're, where you're going to be and who you're going to be with and what time, but always make sure someone knows where you are and that whoever that someone is, that you text them or catch up with them after the date when you are home safely. So make that full circle because that is the safety piece. And if you ever get somewhere and you're meeting up with someone for the first time, this has not happened to me, thankfully. But if you do and you meet someone and you feel really weird and you get weird vibes from them, just leave. You don't owe them anything. Just leave if you feel like you it's not safe to leave. Go up to the bartender, go up to the waiter, go to someone else and just say, you know, excuse yourself, so you have to go to the bathroom and somehow just leave. Like you don't owe them anything if you're getting a really weird, scary vibe. So I feel like that should just be well-known. These should be well-known safety tips, but maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe not. So I definitely want to put that out there. So rule number four, just cover your bases for safety. Safety first, no matter what, okay? Rule number five, 
And I don't know, to me, this was kind of a, an interesting thing. And I don't know, I would love people's opinions on this. I actually like getting people's phone numbers off the app before I meet them because you can Google people's phone numbers and you can find out stuff about them. So before you even meet them, so you can kind of do a little detective work based on just a phone number, even if you don't have a last name and see if they have social media, see if they're on LinkedIn, see if you can find anything about them online. And for me, that made me feel much better because again, that catfish situation, the Bitcoin guy, we'll call him, I had his number and there was nothing online for him, like zero, no online anything. And that was kind of a red flag. That was weird, right? I should have known this was early in the process. So I didn't, but it was a big red flag. So if I can find even just one thing online that tracks with something they've said to me via the the chat or via text, then that makes me feel better and more comfortable. Some people don't like to give their phone number until they meet in person. They like to only stay chatting in the app. And that that's totally fine too. That's a safe way to do it. If you prefer to meet someone in person to get figure out what their vibe is and you sort of trust your gut on that, that's totally fine. But if you want to move over to texting and you get their phone number, use that opportunity to do a little research detective work online and uh, see what you can find out about them before you actually meet them. So rule number six, I think we're up to rule number six, is be yourself and show up as yourself and who you are. Don't try to be someone else. Don't try to pretend and fake it just so that you you can be some person you think they're going to like. Be yourself from the beginning, but also don't tell them every single thing about you before you meet them. So, you know, I don't mind giving out my phone number, my, my cell phone number, but I don't give away too much information before I meet someone. Definitely don't give out any super personal information because, you know, like I said in episode one, there's lots of crazies out there, but be yourself in whether you're chatting in the app, whether you're texting, whether it's a first date, just be yourself Because if you pretend to be someone else and there's a connection, then that connection's not going to last and it's going to go sideways and then you're going to be back to square one. So just start off being yourself and whoever it is that you meet that is that connection, it's going to be real and right and they're going to like you for who you are and, and that's amazing. So don't pretend, don't try to be anybody else. Now, show up as your best self. Don't, don't be an asshole. Don't show up. Don't, don't not put any effort into it. So show up as your best self, but show up as you because you're awesome. And if they don't think you're awesome, then they're not the right person for you. And that's okay. So, so that's, that's rule number six. Rule number seven is allow yourself to be nervous. You guys, I, I get nervous every time. However, Ever since I figured out and decided I'm going to do this dating thing as just a way to meet fun people, I've actually realized that I am more excited than nervous. So I get more nerve sighted as my daughter coined when she was little, which is that nervous, excited feeling. So it's the butterflies, it's the nervousness, but it's also the really, 
really excited feelings. And, and I just love that feeling. So allow yourself to feel it, allow yourself to get all whatever you need to get leading up to a chat or a phone conversation or a first date. And, and that's okay because you guys, this is kind of exciting. It is nerve wracking at times. You are kind of putting yourself out there and, you know, just remember, so is the other person. They are putting themselves out there too. They're probably nervous too. And just kind of be nervous together. And, and that leads up to rule number eight, just be honest about everything. Like to me, and it could just be my personality, but I'm definitely an oversharer. <laughs> if you guys haven't figured that out yet, given this podcast, I kind of share everything, but that's who I am. And so when I am on a first date, I don't share like, you know, my passwords and my bank account information and my driver's license. I don't share that kind of stuff, but I do share a lot about my personal life and who I am and, you know, my family. One thing I actually do share early on, like I try to work this in a lot of times it's in my bio on the dating app, but if it's not, then I work it in, in like one of the first couple chats with someone I work in that I have a, a gay son and a black bonus son and a daughter in engineering. And I have a, a baby stepmom, And I have a sister who has this, her husband is a Southern Baptist pastor. And I have a brother who works in the cannabis industry out in Oregon. And I kind of, that feels like a lot. I know that's a lot, but I work it in because to me, those are all non-negotiables as far as anyone that I meet and I bring into my life. If anyone has any issues with any of those things, then it's just a hard no. It's a swipe no. It's it's not going to continue because I don't have any time for people to bring people into my life who have any issues with any of those things. So I bring that out in the beginning. So if there are things that are important to you in your life that are those hard non-negotiables, I say for rule number eight, bring it up early and you don't have to bring it up in a really like, you know, crazy intense way. I try to bring it up casually and I don't just laundry list all that, but I do bring it up before things progress too much because if it is, if it is an issue for someone, then they're not the right person for me because those are my non-negotiables, right? So if anyone has any issues that my daughter is in engineering and is going to rule the world and is going to take over this man's world, you know, Hey, nice to meet you. Goodbye. Right. So that's rule number eight. It's important to be yourself and, and really bring up those hard non-negotiables as early as possible. And then rule number nine, what could rule number nine be? I'm trying to get to 10, you guys. I don't even have these written out. These are just things I've come up with. Rule number nine, there is no set rule with how long a first date should be, if it's good or bad. I have had some first dates that have lasted 45 minutes and it didn't really lead to a second date. I have had uh, some first dates that have lasted a couple hours and those also did not lead to a second date. And I've had some really good first dates that have been three hours long and those did lead to second dates. So there is no right or wrong for how long a first date is, if that means it's good or bad. And if there is a second date, 
yay you. That's amazing. If there isn't a second date, I know this is really hard, but please don't let it take you down. Don't get crazy sad about it. You can get a little sad about it, if, especially if you really liked them and you thought there was a connection and there is no second date. Let yourself be a little sad. Or if there's a second or third date and then it, there are no more, let yourself be sad, but bounce back. Okay. Like don't, don't dwell and wallow in that for too long because you're amazing and just get right back out there. So there are no rule number nine. There are no hard and fast rules of how long a first date should be. And if there isn't a second date, whether it's your choice or their choice, just don't wallow in it too much and let yourself be sad if it's their choice. I really like them, but get back out there. And then for the finale, the 10th and final rule, I don't know. There's probably a million more, but for the 10th and final rule, always try to be kind if you are the person who does not want to go on a second date. If you're the one who did not feel that connection and you don't want to continue on to a second date, be kind about it. And you guys, I have the most perfect text or chat response for you to send if you don't want to do a second date. And it is, it's the most perfect because it actually was sent to me on one of my dates, which I will probably be talking about. And there was not a connection on either side, but he sent this text to me first and I was so thrilled about it. And it was basically this really nice text, kind of direct, but it just basically was, Hey, it was so nice to meet you. Thanks for spending some time together. Unfortunately, I didn't feel a spark between us, but I wish you well and good luck. So something to that effect, but the, I didn't feel a spark. You guys, that is like the best way to, to say it because a, you can't really argue with that. B, it's not really about them. It's just about your chemistry. It just wasn't there. There was no spark between the two of you. So it wasn't saying that, you know, he was weird or he was crazy or he was a freak. None of that. It just was, there was no spark between you. So to me, that is such a really lovely way to turn someone down, especially if after that first date, they are texting you or chatting with you and saying, oh, it was so great. I'd love to go out again. And you just aren't there. That is the perfect way to do it. And I can honestly say it because that was, that was one I received. And it, I was like, huh, I think even if I had liked the guy, I would have been like, well, that's fair. That's very fair. And I have sent that to a couple people since then. And there was no hard feelings. It was, it didn't seem abrupt or rude or harsh or anything like that. And they have responded back. That's fair. Thanks. Good luck. So, you know, you guys, after a first date, like you're not betrothed to, to anybody. <laughs> and so you don't have to keep it going, but you should try to be kind. Now, when I say kind, it's not like you have to lie or you have to people please or do anything to save their feelings. And if they are, if they were a raging asshole or a total douche canoe on a first date, yeah, you have my permission just to ghost them. <laughs> like if, so if, if they were just horrible and they are terrible people, absolutely just walk away, ghost them. They deserve that. But if they aren't, if they weren't, but you just weren't feeling it and you just don't want to go out with them again, that's when you be kind and you just say, Hey, lovely to meet you. 
I didn't feel the spark. I wish you all the best. And that's all you have to say. You don't have to give them any other explanation. So those are my top 10 rules that I have figured out over the past, I don't know, year and a half of trying this online dating thing. So I hope those are helpful. And we will, the next episode, I will be breaking down the different online dating apps that I have tried. And I'll give you the pros and cons of each of them. And uh, so you guys can then check them out yourselves. Love you guys. The Next 23 is produced in partnership with Taylor Street Designs. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also visit me at thenext23.com. Love you guys.